Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Please enjoy the So we want to begin this morning with a few assumptions, and the assumptions are, are to assist us in getting us where we need to be for this morning's lesson. And our first assumption is that you know and accept the spiritual truth that God, source, boundless, creative, intelligent energy is all there is within every infinite and multidimensional realm of existence. Covered all the bases there, did we? Second, you know this divine energy is and as pure, unconditional love a loving energy that is the formative essence, the good stuff that makes up all of creation. And our last assumption for this morning's lesson is, you know, accept, and practice, practice, practice. The awareness, since the loving creative energy of presence is all there is, all you are is an expression of this very same loving, creative, intelligent energy, experiencing the best of itself as the best of you. So with that said, true that, there we go. With that said, we know that you make your decisions to vision, speak, and act in accordance with this truth, don't you? See, we don't believe these assumptions are too far out for anyone in this room, unless a traditional fundamentalist has wandered in accidentally. And if that is the case for anyone here, fasten your seatbelt because you're in for a hell of a ride. Just say it. All right. God is all there is. God is all that you are. God is the welcoming energy of unconditional love itself in perfect form as the loving energy of the perfect you. Got it. So with those prerequisites in place, we would add that all religious scientists, new thought, and metaphysical followers affirm out loud they know and believe this truth. So the question which begs to be answered is, why in the world would anyone ever be afraid to ask out the hottie down the street, ask the boss for a raise, share with a spouse they think they, the, that the spouse does that just gets under your nerves. Now, I never have to share that with my spouse because, you know, they're perfect. Holidays just around the corner. Why would anyone be concerned or scared with trying a new look, set an intention to achieve their grandest dream, pursue opportunities that no one in their circle of family and friends has ever pursued? Go back to school. Ask out someone younger or older. In short, why would anyone ever be afraid to pursue any desire 
that expands and evolves their consciousness and brings feelings of happiness and contentment to their journey. Coupled with an awareness, the belief of what they already know about this spiritual realm that we exist within, and as the energetic spiritual being, they most definitely have come to this life to be. See, we believe the question to that answer is offered through the wisdom of Thich Nhat Hanh, who said, people have a hard time of letting go of their suffering out of the fear of the unknown. They prefer suffering that is familiar. Well, you know, the suffering you know. And so we get it. You know, we get it. Why rock the boat? Why rock the boat when that inkling of fear pops up? I mean, after all, you're only the omnipotent creative force of the universe in individualized form, right? So we offer to you this morning a different way of perceiving fear as a part of your experience. And fear is a part of everybody's experience. That is, of course, assuming some of you have a few fears here and there. See, fearful thoughts are not intended to serve as a barrier to you expanding your good or demonstrating all that which you desire within your journey. Fearful thoughts are to be embraced as being the higher calling they represent. A calling to live your truth, to live and expand in this journey in faith and confidence as that omnipotent creative force of the universe in individualized form. It's a calling to step outside of your comfort zone, to color outside the lines. Recognize fear for what it is. Just another occasion to live and demonstrate that which you already know. It's all God. It's all energy. It's all love. And yes, it's all you. The wonderful Sammy Davis Jr. said, you have two choices, your commitment versus your fear. If anybody doesn't know who Sammy Davis Jr. is, we'll treat for you after service. (laughs) All we are saying is, you always have two choices. You can live in your commitment, your, your committed belief of your oneness with source, or you can live within fearful thoughts. It's safe to say, regardless of how spiritually centered someone is, everyone is going to experience that little fear on occasion when going beyond their known experience, that tiny step just outside of their comfort zone occurs. And what we're saying to you, that's okay. That's okay. It's not bubbling up for you to restrict you. It's not bubbling up to you to say, "Uh uh-uh, that's not for you. It's bubbling up for you to say, you're right. This is new. This is a new avenue for you to express and be that divine creative force that you have come to life to be. That, my friends, is the opportunity of fear, which is the title of our lesson this morning. The opportunity of fear. So we have this powerful, powerful parable for you this morning. Love, we love our powerful parables. And it's about four men, four grown men, they went golfing one day, right? And three of them headed to the first tee, and the fourth went into the clubhouse to take care of the bill. 
I don't know why that is, but you, you pay to golf? So the, the three men that went to the tee started talking and bragging about their sons. And the first man told the others, you know, my son is a home builder. And he is so successful, he gave a friend of his a new home just for free. Just gave it to him. Just like that. The second man said, well, my son started as a used car salesman. And now he owns a fleet of multi-line dealerships. He's so successful that he gave one of his friends a fully loaded Mercedes. Mm. Well, the third man, he, he doesn't want to be outdone, so he, sa- he starts bragging. He says, well, my son's a stockbroker, and he's doing so well, he gave his friend an entire portfolio. Mm. So the fourth man joined them on the tee after a few minutes of, of taking care of the business, and the first fellow I mentioned to him, he said, you know, We're just talking about our sons. How's yours doing? And the fourth man said, well, you know, my son is gay. And go-go dances in a gay bar. And the other men grew a little silent and a little embarrassed and fearful for their friend. And then he continued. He He said, true, you know, I had my fears and my reservations about this dancing job that he has, but I'm assuming he's doing very well because his last three boyfriends gave him a house, a brand new Mercedes, and a stock portfolio. And here's the moral. And the moral to the story can be summed up in the wisdom of Dale Carnegie who said fear doesn't exist anywhere except in the mind. It doesn't exist anywhere except in the mind. That is so true. You cannot run down to the market and buy a box of fear. Nor can you order from Amazon Fine fears in a variety pack. It's all in the mind. You have come to this journey for one purpose, to create in, as, and out of love as the powerful expression of source that you are. The creative force of love is a natural gift that everyone comes to this journey knowing how to express, believe, and have faith in. Fear, on the other hand, is a learned behavior, often passed down through generations of family and society. Remember, for centuries, individuals feared if they sailed too far beyond the horizon, they would fall off a flat earth. Or if they ate a tomato, it would kill them. Well, today we we are aware of how ridiculous those old thoughts and accepted false fears sound. See, the inkling of fear is your calling to your higher self to move past fear, to stop asking why you have them and begin asking where in the hell you learned them. Because what you have learned, you can unlearn. Our affirmation card this week is from Nelson Mandela, who said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but but he who conquers fear. And the way you're going to conquer fear is to stop looking at it as if there's something wrong with you for having it. There's not. It's a normal response to what? The unknown. 
And what we're saying to you, there's nothing unknown. Why? Because it's all God. It's all love. It's all energy. So the only thing that's unknown is the intention that you set for your next breath. If you're looking at something in your journey saying, well, I, I don't know how that's going to play out. You know why you don't know how that's going to play out? Because you haven't taken the time to say, okay, God, here's what we're going to create today. And do that in faith. Do that in confidence. Do that as that powerful expression of source that you are. And then allow the universe to support you. Allow the universe to support you. Fear is not the absence of courage. Fear is the affirmation of it. Because every time you experience a fear, you have the ability to express the courage to shout out loud and affirm, I know. Not I guess. Not I hope. Not I think this is what's going to happen. I know. I create the best of the divine living in, as, and through me. That's it. That's it. Anything else that follows that affirmation, that's all personal choice. That's all personal desire. But you begin there. You begin knowing yourself as that power of source that you are. And nothing will stand in your way. And the fear that will come up, it will come up, will only come up because it's calling to you to do more. Plato said we can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when people are afraid of the light. Right? Child says, look under my bed, I'm scared. Oh, honey, there's nothing under your bed. What do we do? We talk them out of that. I don't want to go to school today. I'm scared of what the teachers might say. to. Oh, honey, those teachers are here to support you. But yet, that fear that's been trained into us, the negativity from the world, from society, even from family and friends sometimes. No, don't do that. You're right. You're going, you're going to get your behind kicked if you do that. No, don't step out of your box. Don't step out of your box because that never works well for people that do. I mean, after all, who the hell does Oprah Winfrey think she is? <laughs> Take a look. I, you know, I, I, I tried not to bring this in, but we, we have to. Take a look right now at the past newscast of the past seven days. It's all been about fear, promoting fear from both sides. All been about fear, getting you back into victimhood. I'm telling you, I'm scared to death as a middle-aged white guy. Oh, my God. Because we've had it rough enough as it is. The only way they know to get people in line is fear. And once people start operating beyond their fears, then other folks that don't like that, that say, hey, wait a minute, 
this suffering doesn't look familiar to me, they're going to start stirring the pot, stirring the pot, so they can have an equal amount of energy. Here's the problem with fear. When fear is used as an energy to control, it's actually a negative expression. Negative energy cannot exist simultaneously within the world that knows itself as the power of love. Now, when that happens, it begins to cancel itself out. It begins to diffuse the negative energy. And when we have this rush of fear-based negative energy in the face of this rush of love, of support, of joy, guess what happens? Yes, it's going to burn brightly for a bit, right? And there may be some dancing around the campfire. But it's going to burn out. It will burn out. Why? Because source doesn't support that expression. Source doesn't want anyone to operate from an energy of fear. It simply does not. We have reached a point in the, at the time of consciousness where, where source is becoming conscious of itself. We've chatted about this before. That is the evolution of consciousness. And the way it's becoming conscious of itself is through you, the individual. Through you knowing yourself as the creative force of love. And I get it, you know. That was some really mind-boggling, scary stuff. I, that, for me, that didn't pass the EULA test. Y'all know what the EULA te- Well, I'll tell you what the EULA test is. Eula May was my grandmother. And it's always about this. How would I feel? What would my reaction be if someone said or did what they said or did to Eula May? Well, as a southern grandson, watch out. Right? If we're not going to allow our grandmothers to go through it, then we shouldn't go through it either. That's all I'm saying. But understand, fear didn't win out. Please be aware, fear didn't win out. That's not what we're saying today. What we're saying is, is that fear simply made itself known. And this is the calling. This is the calling to express your divinity. This is the calling to say, when you go and vote, Rent a minivan and take 15 people with you. Rent a Greyhound bus and take 100. Do whatever it takes. Buy MARTA tokens for people. If, let's get back, because we, we went off on that side note, but I know we had to address that today. Um, Louise Boone, who was a, a writer, she said, don't fear failure so much that you refuse to try new things. The saddest summary of of a life contains three descriptions. Could have, might have, and should have. Could have, might have, and should have are what follows fear. That is what follows fear. And when you move past that idea that fear is meant to restrict you and move into the idea that fear is really calling you to express a greater degree of the power that you are, then should have, might have, would have, all of that's gone. Because it's about, I came, I saw, I conquered. It's about, I came, I saw, I did. It's about, I came, I saw, I created. I want to chat about a fellow. Now, I don't do MBA, but I saw this guy 
or follow sports at all, you know, the basketball or the soccer, any of that. But, but I saw a retired NBA player on Oprah years ago. Some of you may know him. His name is Karen Butler. And he, he had a road to success as an NBA player that wasn't an easy one. He grew up on the streets of Wisconsin. That, you know, that, that's a special hell for anybody right there. But he grew up on the... Only during the winter months. Anyhow, he grew up on the streets of Racine, Wisconsin. And by the, by the time he was 15, 15 years old, he was arrested 15 times. And in his autobiography, Tough Choices, he shared that he was a drug dealer at the age of 12. And then in this interview, it was in 2005, he said, with Oprah, he said, my role models back then were pimps and drug dealers. And it wasn't until he found himself in a maximum security detention center that he discovered a love for basketball and the hope that it would provide him. So he, his, he started turning his life around and Locked away in solitary confinement for two weeks, he started writing his mother letters. And here's what he said about that. He said, I remember writing so many letters telling her how much I loved her. How much I loved her. And if I was to get out, I would never, ever hurt her again. It was from this moment I knew that I could do anything in life. How did that happen? That moment. Because he was expressing love. Now, after his time in prison, Karen took big steps to change his life. He, he returned to high school. He joined the basketball team. His success there landed him a basketball, basketball scholarship with the University of Connecticut. He quickly became one of the team's star players. And after a successful and varied career in the NBA, he retired in February of this year and is living the life that he's dreamed of. So look, you think it was a safe bet that before Karen, be or as Karen started turning his life around, some fears ran through his mind? Of course. All negative chatter. You can't do this. You're a drug dealer. You don't know any other way. You won't succeed at this. Remember where you're from. And of course the ever-present. What will people think when you tell them you, of all people, are going back to school to try to turn your life around? Certainly those fears rose within him and he had a choice to make. He had a choice to make, to believe in the power of his commitment or to believe in his fears. And he chose his commitment. You want to know what it takes to live as the omnipotent creative force of the universe in individualized form that you are here to be? Then throw back your shoulders, let your heart sink, focus your gaze, hold your head up and your consciousness on high. Focus your gaze only on the end result and affirm to yourself. Nothing is impossible. I am a courageous spiritual being creating with and as the energetic force of the universe. Not fearless. Courageous. 
Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the choice to thrive as source in spite of them. You want to know what happens when the hottie down the street says no? A vast avenue of energy is released from your experience so that the right and perfect hottie will be drawn to your experience. You want to know what happens when the boss says no to the raise? The whole of the universe rearranges itself to match your desire to live more prosperously and draws to you new opportunities for a new career path or perhaps your own company. You want to know what happens if you decide to date someone a little younger or older? They are going to call you or your new love interest a cougar or a cradle robber. And that's okay because guess what? They're not going to call you lonely. Where am I? You want to know what happens when you set the intention to achieve your grandest dream? Pursue an opportunity that no one in your circle of family and friends has ever pursued despite all the negative learned mental and physical chatter promoting false fear? Here's what happens. You achieve that end result. That's what happens. You don't fall off the edge of the earth. And it doesn't kill you. That's what happens. Oprah Winfrey said, I believe that every single event in life happens is an opportunity to choose love over fear. Absolutely. Individuals have to choose to live their belief and be the endless creative force of love that they are over the limited restrictive fears they have been taught. Holmes said, Fear is false evidence appearing real. This is akin to Carnegie's fears only in the mind. Fear, false fears, is false evidence appearing as real, is only a thought. And a thought is just something that we're kind of mauling around in our minds at that time. But guess what? In order for that fear to manifest, in order for that fear to come to fruition, it is 100% reliant on you for its survival. Oh. Oh. So if I don't want to be restricted by my fears and I want to begin living in my grandest dreams, my grandest desires, if I want my grandchildren to call me Nana Cougar, I have to focus on that vision. I have to focus on that thought. I have to begin saying that this fear is nothing more than a puff of smoke. Just weightless energy. So I'm going to put the power of my mind, of my consciousness, into nurturing the vision, the thought, the dream that I want to manifest. Because that is what I'm here for. That is my purpose. Whatever you do today, remember when you go out of this journey, out of this room, 
remember that fear is a calling to express your divinity. Not shrink away from it. Not shrink away from it. It is a calling to go beyond the comfort zone and color outside the lines. And that is the opportunity of fear. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.